Hello and good morning. Today we are doing our follow through episode on the Business of Life Masterclass podcast from our interview with Pam and Rockefeller. This interview was two guests. We've only done that one other time. You, If you've not listened to this episode, you are not going to want to miss it. Barb Zant here, media sales leader and founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, The State Work Mom. Hi, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, CEO and founder of Presenting Powerfully. Debbie loved having two guests on. Again, what was your favorite takeaway from our interview? Well, interesting, Barb, that you said that about the two guests. So one of the favorite aspects of it were Pam and Rockefeller were outstanding and they are they're so appreciative and professional and they really were ready because they see everything as an opportunity. And while they may not have said those words, for our listeners, just know that they were just they were gracious, they were interested, they were they were just, you know, I can't think of a better word than gracious. And that just makes my heart warm to use that term because sometimes people are in a rush or sometimes people are are distracted and they were so present and really truly felt like the four of us had this special conversation. And even though the time is tight, it wasn't rushed. And we Hopefully our listeners know that we we plan for that. And if the time gets tight, you don't ask that last question. And I'm sure you'll talk about that. But I really appreciated, respected, and just, just felt connected with them for how respectful they were about the opportunity. And I felt like it was a great opportunity for you and I and for all of our listeners too. How about you? Very similarly. And usually the two things are quite similar that we find. And so I loved just everything that you said. They were super prepared. They had listened to our interview. They they knew that when each other was was going to speak. And I feel like it's just a bonus for our listeners to get, you know, double inspiration in that same amount of time. And so for me, like the first thing that I implemented, and that's one of the things that I didn't get to talk about in the interview. And Rockefeller talked about um, being flexible as her last tip. And she had given the example of someone that has a PowerPoint and it wouldn't be appropriate, but they wanted to do the PowerPoint anyways, being flexible and me dropping, you know, the last question, normally I give a summary of the things that we're going to do and when we're going to do them, but we were right at that, you know, 17 minutes. And so I'm really thinking about that with making sure I always like, you know, people say they are flexible, but, you know, being in that moment and, you know, flexing that flexible muscle. That was the first thing that I implemented. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. What about you? What was one of the things that you implemented from our interview? Well, similarly, it's, it reminded me. And so some of our listeners may get my, my workday wakeups, my coach's corner tips. I do a video every day and, and both of them reminded me of some of the things you were talking about. And I often talk about being adaptable versus versus flexible versus versus being agile. So sometimes people are adaptable to a circumstance, which means they go with the flow. Some people are flexible where they will make a concession for something to happen. And then that agility 
is where you'll really, and I know the word of what was it, the worst word of 2020 or 2021 was pivot. So now that it's 2022, I'm going to shamelessly use it where you will pivot to such an extreme for the betterment of everyone involved. And it, I, I appreciated both of their conversations about their points of sometimes we're flexible and that is good. Sometimes we're adaptable and really being agile. And I don't know that they gave themselves enough credit because I feel like they're tremendously agile and for both of them to have such tremendous backgrounds. The other thing that really struck me about them is, is both Rockefeller and Pam are tremendously humble. I mean, when, when we were preparing and looking at their resumes and their, their bios, it's, I mean, either of them could run many, many, many organizations and to come together because they want the, they want FIBA, the, the Florida um, Israel Business Accelerator to truly accelerate. So I saw the humility in them for their accomplishments and then the humility and the collaboration because they're willing to be co-executive directors. And our, our listeners may or may not know this and same with you, Barb, I was around for it because I've been fortunate to be included in in doing some presentations on public speaking for their cohorts, but they didn't, they didn't flinch. They didn't, they didn't compete for the role. They really looked at it as we can both, we both have these strengths. So there's so much that I appreciate about number one, two leaders, number two, two female leaders who didn't, they chose not to compete. They chose to collaborate. So some of it may be very much in the background, what I took from them, but I really do appreciate them. I respect them. And I like to honor the way that they carry themselves even beyond our interview. And the collaboration, even having two guests on for us, that's what is just that double inspiration and just knowing what they're igniting in the community and looking for those opportunities for businesses and, and connecting and acting. Yes. And, you know, when I, they were talking about um, some of their, their background and obviously we were doing our, our research, but it sometimes it's a challenge for me to that imposter syndrome, because, wow, you know, we, the successful guests that we bring on, I always learn so much. And I hope our listeners, you know, do too. And I hope they feel as energized as I do after we meet. Pam also talked about adapting, going back to that adapting, her morning routine based, she's got two teenagers at home. And as we all know, teenagers do tend to stay up late. So meeting them where they're at. And I have that at my house too. And that is when they want our attention. And so to be able to give them that attention and adjusting, obviously we all need sleep. So adjusting when we get up for, you know, when the teenagers need us and being there. And even, you know, when I was going into college, when I was going through college, actually, I was in the restaurant business. And so sometimes we wouldn't get off work until two or three o'clock in the morning. And so I would always hear the morning routines and just knowing that sleep is so important that I was missing out, but 
just the way that Pam talked about just adjusting that routine. It, we still have the things that we do to set us up for success for the day. But I really liked that message of, you know, meeting the kids where they're at, they're teenagers, they're up late. So I embrace that wholeheartedly. Yes. And Pam inspired that in me as well, because I not having human children, you know, we say we have four legged daughters with our rescue labs. Ironically, right after we recorded that session, a client of mine who I'd gotten to work with, it's tricky how to say it because it's her two high school children and being certified with, with human beings seven and up. Sometimes I work with children, especially when their parents or grandparents are asking about their college applications or their, it's mostly public speaking and their confidence. So right after we recorded that, I heard from this one particular parent and she said, I know you made the exceptions to work with them for this, these presentations and they would love to work with you in the future. And I thought about what Pam said of meet them where they are. And I said, if we could pick one day and we know it's in the summer and it's in the evening, let's do it because I'm not going to say, oh no, I only work during these hours to Pam's point And what you just said, meet them where they are. So I, excuse me, I didn't word that right. I said, we could either do it now and pick an evening or we could wait until the summer, excuse me. And I said, what, whatever works best for your family, whatever works best for them, because sometimes the kids who I've worked with, they're so scheduled and they're in so many activities that sometimes if I meet with them at eight o'clock at night, they're exhausted. And so we even switched from the evenings with them to Sundays because that's when their parents switch. And so like they would bring the kids and I would work with them and then the other parent could pick them up. And in the timing on it of, of Pam talking about that really struck me because I thought, wait a minute, I can do this at the evening or I can suggest the summertime. There's no rush. Let me work around their schedule. So you're right. Every time we hear about somebody's adaptability, it can remind us to flex that that flexibility, adjustability, adaptability, whatever word we like that muscle and say, okay, let's figure this out. So you're right. That came up for me as well. So as you say, we're usually very similar in that one. I didn't think I would have something from that because it was about the kids. And then lo and behold, she inspired it anyway. Love that. And then Pam also talked about lists. And I am also a list writer, but her takeaway was to walk away from that list. And that was freeing. So walk away because many times our lists are super long and then come back to it and say, all right, where am I at right now? And what doesn't need to get done? So we can feel (laughs) empowered with what we choose to do on that list and what is important for us. And so I've really, really love doing that. I love writing the list and getting everything out of my head. So I'm not worrying about it. And I don't need to multitask. And then but just walking away from that list and leaving some of the things left undone by choice. I love that. Yeah, you know, I'm I, I, I'm not on that team. And I probably never will be I'm on the make the list, put it in your calendar, then walk away list. Yeah. And you also know that I respect other people have different approaches. And that's what I really like about our follow throughs is, is when I did that in 
and set that list down, so to speak, the way I'm wired and the way I believe most people are wired, and certainly I could be wrong, is that your subconscious is working on when am I going to get it done? When am I going to get done? So I call that mental clutter. Love that she did it and that you did it and you like it. It's not something I'm going to implement at all. I, I still like the make the list for the purposes of getting it all out of your mind and then take them and put them into places on your calendar because then you know where they are. If our listeners and you love it and, and come back and leave them, then there's not one right answer. So I'm, I'm glad that that worked for you and it didn't for me. And that's what we promise and commit to our listeners is we implement these things and they've heard us you know, say, wow, we were surprised this worked. And that one for me didn't work, but um, so many other wonderful things out of, out of this session and this, this session, excuse me, out of this podcast session that we had with them. Well, I'm excited to bring on two guests again soon. I think it is very successful. I love having our listeners have double the inspiration. So as we close this out, please know that you can stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass, me on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom, and Debbie Lumberg is Debbie Lumberg everywhere. If you liked what you heard, please rate us five stars and share our episodes with a friend. That is a way that we can get our word out. And we are committed to providing all of you with five-star guests and inspiration. So stay tuned and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Thank you. Thank you.